In this episode, I walk you through exactly how I'm turning negative Amazon reviews into positive Amazon reviews. Oh yeah. Hello and welcome to the Private Labeler Show, where we are dedicated to helping you take your Amazon business to the next level. Now, here is your host, Nick Landowski. Hey, hey, everybody, what's happening? Welcome to episode number 87 of the Private Labeler Show. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I saved you a seat. Very grateful for each and every one of you guys. You're all amazing. Don't ever forget it. And uh, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about or kind of walking you guys through how I am turning some negative Amazon product reviews into positive, awesome reviews and kind of pushing that towards increasing sales and conversion. So we're going to walk through that in just a second. Uh, but before that, though, it's been a little while. It's been a little while since I uh, uploaded anything on the podcast here. But I uh, hope you guys are doing well. But I uh, just wanted to give a quick mention to everybody in the state of Florida and Houston and Texas and all that good stuff. Uh, hopefully you guys are doing well and uh, recovering. And obviously uh, with all those hurricanes kind of coming through, causing all those issues, you know, a lot of people are still in need. I know in Florida here, there's still people without power, which is sad. Um, so best of uh, recovery to you guys, getting on your feet and getting life back to normal. So hurricanes, no fun, no fun. Irma, I don't like you. So yeah, don't ever come back. All right. So anyways, guys, just a couple of quick news flashes here before we get to the content. Um, I cut a podcast on this quite some time ago now in regards to like the 250 character count for the Amazon indexing and all that stuff. Uh, you guys might have seen it. I think maybe a week ago, Amazon officially announced that um, they have a little announcement on their on their newsletter or whatever that might be. So, um, you know, finally, we got a word from Amazon. But you guys know if you're listening to this podcast, you were well ahead of the curve and had that information well ahead of everybody else for the most part. So, yep, that is official. And then also, too, if you guys will check in your dashboard, you'll notice that Amazon is now opening the doors for Black Friday and Cyber Monday lightning deals. Can you believe it? Holy cow, where has the year gone? So you guys can submit uh, your products for a, a potential approval to get listed for lightning deals on those big holiday shopping deals or days. Uh, it's probably going to be well worth it. Think about all that traffic. Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, they just get bigger and bigger every year, guys. So check your dashboard, see what you can uh, start submitting. I think last year, I think Black Friday was like 500 bucks or something like that. Totally worth it, in my opinion, uh, depending upon the product, obviously. So uh, another quick thing, too. Um, Chinese, over in China, they have a, um, a holiday going on. I think the early part of October for like a week or maybe a little bit more. So put that in your back pocket or whatever you need to do to get things arranged as far as shipping or new orders or stuff like that. So they're going to be out of out of commission for a little while there. Uh, a lot of the factories in China. So just make your plans and uh, make sure you know you have everything in order with that. So let's get down to business now, guys. Let's get into the fun stuff. So let's talk about negative Amazon reviews, and I'm gonna kind of uncover exactly how I am having success getting customers to take their negative Amazon reviews, so let's say a one-star review, how I'm actually getting them to update their reviews on Amazon to maybe a four or five-star review without even asking them to do it. So I'm gonna be kind of walking you guys through that. Now we all know that negative reviews are part of the game. They're gonna to happen to everybody. 
Uh, no matter how long you've been selling, there's no way you can avoid this issue. Um, they can obviously have an impact on your sales, both positive and negative. But obviously, if you get enough negative reviews in a row, and it's going to have an impact, it's going to dip your conversion rates in a lot of cases, affect your sales, make you very unhappy, especially when you wake up in the morning and you start working and you see you got a nice new one-star review or two-star review and an angry customer to deal with. Um, it really just throws your whole day off. So again, I'm going to walk you through what I've been doing. And um, I've done content on this topic I think a couple of times now about like how I was handling negative reviews, like what you should be doing at a minimum, um, you know, to address that and hopefully get those customers to change their opinions about you and maybe even update that review into a, you know, four or five star review or whatever. So I've de definitely done that. But um, over the past few weeks and months, I've really revisited this, this uh, subject and done a lot of like experimenting and tweaking around and, and it kind of, kind of jumped down this rabbit hole with this subject recently. And I just want to share kind of what I've been doing and maybe how you can put this in, in play into your business as well. So um, let's just start off with, with the basic ground rules. At minimum, no matter what, um, if you get a one, one, two, or even three-star review, that's kind of my standard, uh, you need to absolutely be replying or responding to that review on Amazon, okay? Don't ever argue with the customer on there. Don't ever accuse them of anything. You obviously just want to address the problem, whatever it is. Maybe their item broke. Maybe it arrived effective. Whatever. It's going to be all different for everybody and every everybody's products. But you're just going to want to let them know, hey, I apologize. You know, it's our fault. We'll take care of it. Um, hey, we'll get you a refund. We'll send you a replacement. Whatever needs to be to, to take care of that, that issue. Obviously, um, you know, if you're selling really expensive stuff, you, you might not just be able to replace everything all the time. But a lot of you guys listen to this, you might be selling inexpensive products. And it just makes sense just to simply um, take the hit and send out a replacement. So um, obviously, too, make sure you have a way for that customer to get in contact with you, like an email address or whatever, if they need to kind of reach out to you for more information about something or, you know, whatever. So at least at minimum, reply to that review. So that way, they can then contact you and you can try to turn that experience into, you know, maybe a one-star experience into a five-star experience. Okay. And hopefully, um, you know, they'll be blown away by what you've done and come back and actually update that review. Okay. Maybe, maybe not, but here's the other important thing though. When future customers land on your Amazon sales page, they're going to check out your, your reviews. Naturally, we all do it. And uh, they're going to go through your one-star reviews. They're going to go through all your reviews a lot of times. And if they see that you got a ton of one-star reviews and you're not even responding to them, you're not even acknowledging the customers in them or anything like that, I think that's going to leave them with a poor taste in their mouth. And you kind of run the risk of losing that, that potential customer then on a sale. Okay, So that's why it's really important that uh, future customers actually see that you care enough to reply and respond to the reviews. Um, I know I do that. Like when I look for products on Amazon that I'm buying from my personal self, I'll look at their their reviews. And if if the company or the, you know, who's ever selling that product isn't even responding to these reviews or like acknowledging them, that drives me wild. And it kind of shows me that they just don't really care. Okay. So uh, hopefully you guys understand what I'm saying there. So at minimum, that's what you want to do. Maybe it's not just the one star reviews you do it on. Like I said, I do it on anything between one and three stars um, at minimum. So um, that's just, that's just what I'm doing. You do what you want to do though. So here's what I've done different since, um, I've come across this tool. So I would say maybe the past month plus uh, a few weeks, whatever, I've really just, uh, been examining everything about how I take care of customers, 
um, the type of experience I want to provide, all that good stuff. Um, and obviously, importantly, you know, how do I take that potential one-star review, turn it into a potential five-star review, all that good stuff. So what I've been using is a tool called Lion Cow, and it's just a Chrome extension. I know a lot of you guys are already using it. Uh, I came across it a while ago, and I've really jumped into it, like I said, the past month or two, and um, you know, kind of experimented with how do I use this tool to help me with my customer experience to help me take one-star experiences and, and turn them into hopefully a five-star experience without ever even asking the customer to change your review. So Lion Cow, if you're not familiar, what it is, it's just a simple Chrome extension. And it um, allows you, or what it does for you, is it will match up the customer review to the actual customer order, okay? And it does it pretty quickly, okay? And it's a very simple process. It's not hard to use, but it saves you a ton of time. If you wanted to manually try to find a, uh, from a customer review, if you wanted to manually try to track down an order, um, it's a disaster. Like there's, there's sort of weird manual ways to do it. Um, I've kind of seen it done before and I just thought I would never want to spend the moment or any time doing that. So I know people have done it that way, but there's actual tools out there now like Lion Cow that match these orders to the reviews very quickly. So once you match it, let's say I get a one-star review and I can use Lion Cow and it'll find the order for me, okay? It's all about what you do next, okay? Now, what I will tell you is that Amazon does have some policies about reaching out to customers in certain respects, okay? So just understand this, that you know you obviously want to use this with the best of intentions. You don't ever wanna you know attack a customer for leaving that one-star review and, and turn it into a bad situation. What you're, what you're trying to do here is take their negative experience, their one-star review, their two-star review, whatever it is, and turn it into a off-the-wall, off-the-charts kind of uh, experience for them. Like You really want to come back and just blow their doors off with maybe a replacement, a refund, whatever, whatever it takes, Okay, whatever the situation was. So I've done uh, numerous different types of experiments with this, and here's what I've kind of landed on. Here's what I do. So at minimum, I reply to that review, as I've mentioned, and once I know their order information and their address and all that stuff, what I actually do is, let's just say the item broke, okay? It, you know, something happened to it or whatever. Uh, let, let's say that's the scenario. What I'll do is I will simply, once I have their address, I will send them from my house um, a replacement, okay? So uh, they don't know that this is coming. We haven't uh, contacted or communicated directly with each other at this point. Uh, as far as they know, you know, I didn't even see the review and, you know, they're just upset because maybe they got a, a defective or broken product. So what I want to do is I want to utilize the element of surprise. So I'm going to send them a brand new product, okay? And then here's the other thing that I, that I do. I actually type up a custom letter, so I actually uh, type up a letter. You could handwrite a letter if you wanted to or something like that. And I essentially, I, I apologize. You know, I kind of let them know that we feel really terrible about uh, their experience they had and offer them, obviously, a, um, you know, here's the replacement, things like that. Maybe tell them a little bit about us, you know, util utilizing language like small family business, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I can address direct concerns with them that they may be posted in the review so I can get real personal with them, things like that. And then, um, you know, just kind of really just keep apologizing and letting them know that, 
you know, we let them down and unfortunately it led to a negative experience and we hope to actually turn that negative experience into a positive experience. Okay. So nowhere in this letter am I saying, Oh, I want you to change the review. None of that nonsense, you know, don't ever do that obviously, but you know, you just really want to come across in your language that you're trying to take their negative experience and turn it into a positive experience. Okay. So, um, I'll put that letter in the, in the package and I actually just go down to the post office or UPS or whatever, and I'll just mail this out. And, and send it to them. And what I actually uh, forgot to mention is actually on the uh, the letter, what I do is I leave our email address, okay? And I'll just simply say, hey, if you could just kindly let us know that you actually received this package, um, that would be awesome. Here's our email address. And please reach out to us because if you would like a refund, we would like to um, help you out with that or whatever type of language you want to use on that. But the whole point is, though, that I want them to actually not only get it and be floored by it, but I want them to reach back out to us, okay? So leaving them that contact information. Uh, I just want to start that dialogue, okay, rather than just send it to them and expect that, you know, they're going to change that review or all that stuff all on their own. Like, I actually want to reach out to them, like I said, with that email address and with the hopes that they then send me an email saying, hey, we got it. Um, you know, we're interested in a refund, things like that. Cause that allows me then to kind of connect with them and really take it to a more of a personal level. Okay. So that's, that's what I do, um, and have good results with. Okay. So however you choose to do it, totally up to you. I've experimented a lot of different ways with this so far. Um, and that seems to be working best. Okay. So it's just all about how you kind of craft the, you know, the letter, um, short and sweet is good. You don't want to have them reading a novel, just real short, sweet, just hit the bullet points that I kind of mentioned and you'll be fine. So I just uh, ship it out to them. And then, um, yeah, you know, if, if you get my, my results essentially are this, like not everybody you do this to is is going to reach out back out to you or update the reviews or any of that stuff. There's no guarantee in this. OK, so it's not like 100 percent of the time you're going to get results. So obviously you should be doing it just because it's, it's a you know, it's a good habit to have for your business regardless. But you will get a percentage of people that will reach out to you. And, you know, really appreciate what you did. You know, they'll say that they were just blown away, that they've never had that type of experience before. Um, and, and that's kind of what you're shooting for. You're turning that negative experience into a positive experience. And you want to just do it so big and make it so unexpected that they're just wowed, that they're just floored. Okay. And uh, I've had customers reach back out to me and say, hey, you know, I'm going to tell everybody about um, this experience that I had with you guys you know, this is amazing. I can't believe you guys are doing this. I didn't even ask, you know, for a replacement or anything like that or a refund. And you guys just did it without me knowing. And uh, usually leave people with just such an amazing experience that they're going to tell people. And word of mouth is really powerful, as you guys know. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of customers then since then re-update their, their product reviews with that update. You know, they'll kind of go on there and they'll write update. You know, maybe they change the star count from a one to a five or one to a four, whatever it might be. But typically, all of them so far that have updated it have like put some sort of like uh, new new review information about here. You know, the customer uh, or the the company just really blew me away. Here's what they did and all that good stuff. And here's the cool thing about it: other potential future customers are going to see that when they start scanning those reviews to decide whether or not they want to buy from you. And that's the that's the awesome part. And that's what's really going to help with conversions and things like that. So if, uh, future customers are going to feel great about dealing with you um, just by looking at those reviews 
that that past customer had uh, left and updated. So uh, the results have been just amazing, though. So again, it's not 100%. Now, everybody's going to be a little bit different as far as like how they want to tackle this for your products. Again, you might have expensive stuff, and this may not be 100% feasible to just simply throw replacements out all the time. But again, if you're selling lower price stuff, um, you know, you have to kind of take into consideration that this is going to take time, okay? It's going to take time to to do this, but it's worth it in my opinion. But it's also going to take money because you're going to be putting, you know, sending out replacements and shipping and all that good stuff. So it's an investment, but I think it's really worth it. Now, if you're having to do this all day long on products that are constantly getting negative reviews, then obviously uh, you have some things that are broken with your product that you need to fix, okay? So you shouldn't be doing this all day long. This should be just kind of a, you know, if you get bad situations, you, you do it uh, accordingly, okay? So hopefully that makes sense. So you don't want to run yourself into the ground, run yourself into, uh, you know, budget problems or things like that and just kill all your profits by, by doing this, okay? So as I mentioned, I actually send it out directly, personally, because I want to slip that letter in there. Now, um, if, you, if you would sign up for Lion Call, they actually show you different uh, ways or different ideas that you can do along with this, um, you know, to kind of help out with this process. That's just what I'm doing. What you do or choose to do might be completely different, okay? So just check out uh, Lion Cow, and they will walk you through some of the best practices that they have come up with through their experiences and things like that. This is just what's working for me right now. Now, it might change in a few weeks or a few months or whatever. I might, you know, enhance it a little bit more. Who knows? I've even thought about actually, instead of just shipping the replacement product in a standard like mailer, I thought about putting it in like a gift box or like something super fancy because the whole point is you're trying to wow that customer. You're trying to make them go, holy crap. So what I've actually done a handful of times too is I've actually included uh, other products in there as well that I had laying around, you know, stuff that is related to that that I have laying around that I can, you know, also include in there to really just kind of blow their doors off and make them go, wow, like this is a great experience. So my whole point again is to blow their doors off have them, you know, throw word of mouth out there that, you know, they tell family members about it. They tell friends about it or whatever. Uh, maybe they share that experience on social media. I don't know. You know, the sky's really the limit, but that's really what you're shooting for. And that should be like, you know, kind of like your standard for, for how you take care of customers. Okay. At minimum, like I said, just reply on the review, but this is where you take it to the next level. And that tool like Lion Cow allows this to happen so fast. Cause I can get that, that uh, order information and I can go, um, uh, and try to blow their doors off right away. So again, um, you know, sending them a new product, offering them a refund of some sorts, whatever you got to do, um, make it happen. So your competition more than likely isn't going to go through this kind of trouble. So if you are willing to do things like this, I think this is going to pay off in spades in the long run on the back end, because, you know, you might actually blow the doors off of a, off of a customer sent, you know, somebody that's got a one star experience and you do all this and you get kind of irritated that, you know, they didn't reach out to you. They didn't update the review, things like that. If you're watching, but you never know, maybe, maybe two months later, they go back on Amazon the next time they want to buy something and then they update it. So don't necessarily expect the results to come instantly all the time. So again, it it might pay you back later. It might be six months down the line. All of a sudden they updated their review or whatever. You got to understand people are busy. They're doing things. They're not always buying things on Amazon. So they might appreciate it and they might again, reach out or um, update that review later. But the whole point is you want to blow their doors off, but you don't want to directly tell them or ask them to change that review. I cannot stress that enough. Okay. That's definitely a no, no. Um, Don't do that. They should want to change that review without you even asking. Okay. So that I wanted to make very clear. Okay. So hopefully I've made that clear enough. 
All right, so that that really is about it, guys. I mean, um, I don't know if any of you guys are using this or not. Um, I if you go to um, privatelabelershow.com forward slash lion cow, so like lion cow is one word. So privatelabelershow.com forward slash lion cow. Um, if you do the, there's like a trial, I think they give you like five searches for free right off the bat. So no doubt you probably have a few products out there that you, maybe you just got maybe a one, two, three star review on that you could use this for just to, just to experiment with it and, uh, kind of see how it goes. And then obviously if you want to incorporate this as to being a part of your standards for your business, then just pick up, just buy the tool then and just have it. And that way, um, you know, you can use it as long as you need to and just have it as a standard in your tool belt for how you guys take care of customers and um, hopefully turn some of those negative reviews into positive reviews, which is going to be a snowball effect on your sales and on your business. So that about does it, guys. If you have any information to share and that any results, any success stories to share, join in the Facebook group. Go to privatelabelershow.com forward slash, what is it, FB? I think that's what it is. It's been a while. So yeah, join us in our Facebook group at, uh, what is it, Private Label Freedom Seekers. I think that's what the name of the group is now that I changed it to. So check that out and just drop your uh, drop your story in there. Uh, I'd be very curious to see. Like I said, I've, I've got a handful of really good experiences or changes so far. And uh, I'd be curious to see what you guys have as well. So that about does it. Talk to you later. Peace.